Welcome back to the Steelers Hangover. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. Alongside me is Tony Julius Defio. Tony Jules and Bad. That, that might be the new show, Bad and Tony Jules. Or Bad Jules. Wow. There you go. <laughs> I'm there we go. <laughs> it was Bad Jules. <laughs> oh, man. Here, here's another little thing you don't know. So... One of my favorite all-time songs, all-time favorite songs, it's by the Beatles. I know you got to be a Beatles guy, right? Oh yeah, I mean, I I, I like the Beatles. I, I've uh, I, I I grew up uh, listening to them like everybody, you know, in the seventies and the eighties. They were still really huge. So yeah, I, I I love the Beatles. What's your favorite Beatles song? Here comes the sun. Uh, um, oh gosh, what's his name? The guy George. George, yeah, George Harrison. Yeah, I love that yeah, song. It's my favorite. George sang My favorite is Hey Jude. Paul McCartney. Yeah. Now, do you realize that that song originally, when it came out, well, before it came out, when he was writing it, it started as Hey Jules. No, I didn't know that. Why do you think it was Hey Jules? Is it uh, uh, Julian Lennon, right? His uh, John Lennon's son. It was, it was to, yep. written about him. Well, um, John and Cynthia Lennon were getting divorced. He was all he was a kid. He was broken up about his parents' divorce, and so Paul wrote this song, "Hey Jules, don't make it bad. Take a sad song and make it better, and turn it into an epic eight-minute classic that went number one for eight weeks. One of my favorite songs." But I digress. Chad Landsman says I like the Beatles and the Stones. I go back and forth because I love both of them. Some week I'm saying the Stones are great. I love the Beatles, but the Stones are great. And then, <laughs> and then Josh Parker says the thing, same thing. Stones are better. And then I go to the other thing. Well, maybe this week I'm a Beatles guy. So, you know, I I love them both. Stones and Beatles. I uh, they're they're both favorites. But let's get back into. Uh, our real favorite, and that's the Steelers. So Steelers trump Beatles and Stones for me. And so let's talk about that musical number. And the number that everybody is talking about right now is number 99. And number 99 in Pittsburgh is Henry Mondo, but that's not the 99 they're talking about. <laughs> um, so, you know, and I even have my, uh, I was wearing my 99 jersey on Tales from 2 a.m. yesterday and trying to punt it off as a TJ Watt jersey. And Jeff Hartman's like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Kiesel jersey. I'm like, hey, it could be a Kirkland jersey. It could be a Mondo jersey. You never know. Like, That's right. Yeah, no. Nice try. But so I got to tell you, let, let's think about this. When you first heard the news, when you saw, because the first thing we saw was the video of him, you know, thanking the city of Houston, but saying, hey, I'm done. I'm going somewhere else. What was your thought, Tony? Well, I, I thought we would be having discussions like this. It, it, <laughs> it, it would be a, uh, it would be a, uh, it would be, he would be desired heavily by Steeler fans to, to reunite him with his brothers, TJ and Derek. That's the first thing I thought. It, it, it would, it would, we would see the uh, Photoshop '99 Steelers jersey, the whole works, and that's what we've seen. That's that's the, that's the first thing that popped in my mind that uh, uh, he would he, he, Steeler fans would immediately want him to come here. Now Terry Bradford asked, "Who would JJ replace to it?" 
Now check out, I mentioned this just a little bit ago, check out Jeffrey Benedict's article. He sees a rotation, a perfect rotation um, on that, that defensive line. It is a really good article. Um, really, he wouldn't be replacing anybody. So there's there's some things to look at, but that showed up. I believe that showed up this morning on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, if I'm not mistaken. But Jeffrey Benedict wrote a great article about it. It's absolutely fantastic. So he, here's the thing. About 12 teams have come out and already offered, you know, or have had talks with his management. And on Friday, I mean, he mentioned this Friday morning. He uh, announced this Friday. And then he turns around and says, you know, I'm going to go ahead and take the, the weekend and and uh, think about it and ha- hopefully have a decision next week. So it's not going to be long before you get a decision. The problem is you've got teams like the Cleveland Browns out there that uh, we know have reached out to them. And they've got a lot of money under the cap. I mean, they're, it seems like they have so much money under the, the salary cap. I would hate to see it, but I don't... Uh, Look, I'm going to say this right now. It's all up to what J.J. Watt's expectations and what he wants to do in this for the rest of his career. Is he going to chase a ring? Most likely. Does he want to? Does he want to spend time with his brothers? Probably. But what trumps it? You know, this is a very tight knit family, so you can see him taking less money to stay in Pittsburgh. Um, with an incentive-laden deal, which they, they can go ahead and do something like that. Um, but, you know, you could also see that he's not like Juju Smith-Schuster, who, and the reason I bring up a guy like Juju Smith-Schuster, look, we cannot begrudge Juju Smith-Schuster if he takes money from Las Vegas or takes it from the Jets and runs out of town because this is his first contract. Juju has some endorsements too, but look, really, he hasn't gotten that big contract yet. JJ's got on a couple of the big contracts. He's probably set for life. He's got endorsements like crazy, and he's got a television show. I mean, he hosts, he's the main host with his brothers for Ultimate Tag. He's hosted Saturday Night Live twice. He's one of those guys that he, he would really have to believe that the Steelers are not declining in a team that could chase a ring and he could get the best of both worlds here and not worry about the money. He's a guy that doesn't really have to worry about the money. He could sign a two-year deal, um, but with a lot of incentives. What do you think? Um, it's like what you said, uh, there's so many teams that already reached out to him. So even if he's not about the money, I mean, it, it would be hard to pass up a, a really good offer, even if it's not, you know, an offer he would have gotten in his prime, it, it would, it would be hard to pass up a, a decent offer from him. Cause you know, these guys, you know, they, you know, they're all, they all have healthy, even if it's not a unhealthy ego, they, you know, they all have healthy egos. They're big time athletes. So I think it, it would be hard for him to pass up a, a decent deal from, from a team that's willing to, to, uh, to, to work with him as far as the Steelers. I mean, you know, it's like I said on Friday, if they can, it's going to take them a lot of work, regardless of what the salary cap winds up being. And a lot of there's speculation now that it might be higher than people uh, thought. It's still going to take work for them to get under the cap. They're going to have to work with Ben. 
they're gonna have to work with with uh, a lot of other players. So if they, if they can if they can find the money to sign JJ Watt, who I agree would 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 be great as far as a rotational player with them, and you wouldn't have to replace anybody to bring him in here. But if you can find that kind of money to bring him here, then why not use those resources to bring it to, to, to address more pressing needs on your team, like offensive linemen, like uh, a tight end, like running back. So those are my thoughts. It's like, I, 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 I get it. JJ, what's an exciting name. And you, and you mentioned that he's a great personality. He'd be a celebrity here, but I just don't know if, if at this point it, it feels like a luxury because you could, you could, uh, Resign Tyson Alulu for a fraction of the price that you w- it would take to bring even JJ Watt, who doesn't care about money here. Uh, Steve Litterell says I'm more worried about signing Hilton and Sutton. Yo, that's that's a worry. That's that's something to look about look at too. Um, a lot of people, uh, Rajan thirty nine. I'm just gonna. A lot of people have mentioned the Packers. Uh, if Aaron Rodgers stays with the Packers, I think he's going to. JJ will go to the Packers. Yo, that's that's something you look at there. I could probably wrap this entire thing up with this. You're going to find out what J.J. Watt and the rest of the league truly feels about the Steelers. You're going to find out what the Steelers feel about, the Steelers players feel about the organization and the direction they're going in with where J.J. goes. Because if something happens that JJ ends up in Pittsburgh, there's a plan in place and everybody knows it for this to be not a rebuild. And there's no one thinks it's going to be a rebuild. But if he comes here, then that means that there's some scuttlebutt out there inside the organization that they're serious about still remaining a contender. Right. And and why I'm saying that, not because they are bringing him in, it's because he would dis- decide to come to Pittsburgh. Right. That's it. If he believes enough in this organization and they sell him on that, then guess what? Then there's there's something going on that uh, they, they've got a plan in place and they really think they're going to execute it. That's just coming off of my black and gold brain. I mean, that might be crazy talk. But I kind of believe that. I, I I think it would be interesting. Do the Steelers need J.J. Watt? It would be a luxury, and maybe it's a luxury they can't afford, like you mentioned. Um, but it could it could be a sign that there's a lot more to come with this team. Um, right. You know what? And that salary cap, if that salary cap goes up in another another. Uh, five to seven million from what they're projecting. If it's ends up being around 187 million or closer to 190, this team's in a lot better shape. They would be in a lot better shape and there's relief coming. There's definitely relief coming in 2022. So, um, so that's kind of what you're looking at here. Um, You just don't know what they're planning on doing. The funny thing about the steel, I'm sorry, Tony, go ahead. Well, no, that's and that's you made a great point. Uh, I forgot to bring up. He, he's not the only thing he's missing at this point of his career. He's done it all. Uh, he's a multi-time defensive player of the year. He's a celebrity. He has all the money he needs, but he he the only thing he's missing is the Super Bowl. So you know he's going to want to go to a team that 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 he think he feels can win it all. And if he comes here, then that would be a sign that the Steelers aren't aren't as uh, bad off as uh, as a lot of people think. Sorry, go ahead. 
Jerry Cherry asked, would JJ do the Browns still put 50 points on us in the playoffs? <laughs> you know, may, maybe not. Um, you, you know, it's it's interesting to see what what a team like the uh, the Browns is going to do, what the Browns are going to do right now. Um, Ron Chess says, bad, Tony, I'm afraid that uh, JJ won't come here at all because Ben only, only has one year. If they approach this quarterback situation right, and th- there's a way to approach this this uh, quarterback situation by bringing an established veteran. And we've talked about this for years. When Ben's done, you know, do you just go homegrown inside of inside of the organization, or do you find there? There's a teams have found free agent quarterbacks um, or through it via a trade. And have gone far with uh, them in, in a second on a second team. So we've seen that a lot in the past. I mean, think about way back when when Harbaugh went. To, Harbaugh did not have a great career. Next thing you know, he's on the doorstep of a championship in uh, with the Indianapolis Colts. You know, so we've seen it so many times. You know, teams find that uh, free agent quarterback or uh, via trade. And you can get a guy, and you there can be there can be life after Ben Roethlisberger if you do it the right way. Look, just because they didn't do it the right way back in 1983 doesn't mean that they can't do it again. Right? Te- teams have replaced Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Um, it's just doing it right. Um, Jessica Herberts is like Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, I mean, look, Tennessee wasn't going anywhere with Marcus Mariota. They uh, came very close to a Super Bowl. They were in the playoffs two years in a row. Um, and they, uh, they've they won a couple playoff games with Ryan Tannehill. So, you know, there's there's so many possibilities here, Tony. Yeah, and, and as I mentioned in the past, uh, I think they're going to take the position more seriously than they did after Bradshaw. You know, that whole run that they had in the 70s, I mean, that was the first time for them – uh, doing anything as a you know in the championship way as an organization, and maybe they didn't know how to go about repeating that. So you know you saw those twenty years after Bradshaw, they really didn't address the quarterback position uh, in the first round, and they certainly didn't go after any uh, any uh, high priced. Not that free agency was a big deal back then, but they didn't they didn't try to bring in, in anybody with any kind of a reputation. Uh, so I think they're gonna you know, the second time around after after uh, Ben leaves, they're gonna. If they're not going to draft somebody in the first round, they're certainly going to try to bring somebody in as a high price free agent, a veteran guy, something like that, and 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 realize that you have to, you can't neglect that position. I think the first time around they thought, okay, we'll rebuild through through defense, uh, in the trenches, all that kind of thing. But you you need a uh, you need a quarterback. And I think they know that now. This is this is really interesting here, and there's a lie, there's a great debate, and it's it's a very civil debate. But there's a debate over a guy like Sam Darnold. Um, I love Sam Darnold. I'm actually one of those guys that that would welcome him here. I mean, I don't think you, uh, I don't think you you sell the farm for the guy. But I think uh, he could have. He's a guy that could have success here. Jets are a train wreck. Um, Thaddeus says this. Look how lucky Ravens have been. They went from Flacco to Jackson. Hey, yeah, they they. Uh, they went. They were in pretty good shape. They they were able to replace. Uh, they were able to replace their quarterback and I don't consider him a hall of fame quarterback, but he was a super bowl winning quarterback for them. 
and they won a lot of games with Joe Flacco. So, right. and, and they, they actually got stronger when they brought in Lamar Jackson. I right. know, uh, I, I know everyone's going to say, you know, well, look, he doesn't, he's not great in the playoffs. He's one on three in the playoffs. Yeah. But I understand that, but they didn't, they didn't go through a long rebuild. They didn't go through any rebuild. They kind of restocked. Um, Javier asks, and we're going to start out throwing your questions. Next five minutes, we're going to throw in, uh, we're going to go into Q&A mode. So go ahead and throw those questions in. Um, Javier asked, Darnold or Haskins, who would you rather have? Oh, I'd say if you're if you're looking for somebody you want to bring in and maybe uh, rehabilitate as the face of your franchise and replace Ben, it would have to be Darnold because he had a, you know, he was a, he has a much higher pedigree. He was he was much more well known in college. He had a much better uh, college career at USC. You you know, you heard his name for three or four years. So whereas ha- Haskins sort of came along uh, in the senior year. So I would have to go with at this point. I would, uh, if you're if you're asking Darnold. <clears throat> yeah, you know, I mean. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I, and remember, a lot of people are all worried about the Dwayne Haskins thing. Look, he's not being brought in here to be the uh, successor to Ben Roethlisberger. He's right. being br- brought in here to give a chance to show what he can do. Right. And hey, if you get lucky, yeah. I mean, yeah. They're, they're, right. There, there's no downside to it. They're not going to hitch their wagon to somebody just because he's here. They're going to they're going to need to hitch the wagon to the right guy, so that's that's exactly what we'll see. This is also the walk year for a guy like Mason Rudolph. Now, if if he dis, if a Ben Roethlisberger decides to go, you might see a year of Mason Rudolph. Right. You know, I mean, you uh, because this late in the game with the seller cap issues, you might see you might see that, but you uh. <laughs> I would. I agree with you. I don't think it's going to take forever to go ahead and find another guy. Um, Steve asked earlier, and I can't find the question. Um, and remember, if you want to throw in a super chat, we'll uh, put you right at the top of the line. I, ca- I can't find it to put it up on the screen, but he asked a question that we mentioned earlier. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and reiterate. You're not going to find out in clo- until close to uh, March 17th what the salary cap is. They're working on a new deal right now with, with the NFL. Um, there's talk. My wife keeps telling me, she's like, look, we need to get rid of DirecTV because we only got it back so you could have your Steeler football. Mm-hmm. And and so, um, and I'm like, well, we just got it back because I need it for this. And uh, But she goes, they're not going to have it next year. So there's a lot of people that think that, that Sunday ticket's not going to be on DirecTV. That could be, that could be huge as far as with this new TV deal. And when they work out this TV deal, usually new TV deal brings a lot of money. Oh, and it, yeah. could, it could make up for all the uh, money teams lost because of uh, 2020 and not having fans in the stands. But they they still, the league still found a way to make money last year. Um, and they're, they're going to continue to, uh, I mean, we can talk about how ratings are down and how everything's <laughs> down, but... You uh, people aren't going to go away though. It's still the biggest game in town. It's still the hottest property, and I and I and I want uh, in, in all of TV, whether it's scripted TV or reality TV or sports, the NFL is, is so it's so valuable, and it's not going to they're not going to sign a, a lesser deal. I can tell you that it's only going to go up. So you're right. It could it could uh, really benefit the Steelers. 
Jerry Cherry mentioned something, and this is this is true. Sunday ticket was a waste last year. No Steelers for the last six weeks, it seems. Yeah, you know, the problem with that is when they're doing well, then they're on nationally and you don't you don't get them on Sunday ticket. You still get them, but you don't get them on there. But my problem here is I'm living in Maryland and I've got to uh I've got to worry about them doing a Ravens game or a Washington football game. Uh, team game and not getting it and we gosh that's something uh um dave schofield deals with sometimes he's like hey it's not on could i come to either your house or jeff's house and watch the game and we're like of course you can um but there's some people that uh that uh, rely on it um to be on nationally and when it's not they rely on it to be on sunday ticket and it's great it's crazy because you might be in the situation where you can't Right. You can't watch it, so I'm I'm anxious to see where all of that goes. Um, so, but there there's so many things that could happen. Um, but getting back to the regular question, the uh, the main question that we have here is JJ Watt in your gut, whether the Steelers need him or not. What's your gut say? Uh, my my gut says that they're. No, that they're not going to bring him in. I mean, may, maybe they might have reached out to him, but I, but I think, um, he, again, there's so many teams that are that are that are asking uh, for for you know to talk to him. I think you know, even though he might not be about the money anymore, it's going to be too hard to pass up uh, a deal that another team with more salary cap room is, is able to offer him. Absolutely, yeah. I don't think he comes. Now, somebody mentioned. Um, and I lost it here, but somebody in the live chat mentioned that if uh, if JJ does does not sign with the Steelers, that he bets that TJ goes. Do you ever do you think that would ever be a possibility? I see him being in black and gold the rest of his career. No, I mean, would would would, would this a, a, a any kind of a, a thing even a couple weeks ago? No. Do you think TJ Watt was basing his future on whether or not he played with JJ Watt? No, he he he's a Steeler for life. They're not going to let him go. I mean, he's. He's almost as valuable to them now as a franchise quarterback. That's how good he is. He's, he, you know, people were, were saying he was robbed of the, of the defensive player of the year. Well, that means he's he's in the same echelon as Aaron Donald. Would the Rams ever let Aaron Donald go? No. So you know, Steelers aren't letting TJ Watt go anywhere. He's going to be here for life, or at least until at least until he's in the same at the same stage of his career as JJ Watt. This is just. This is going to be a business decision. It's going to be a business decision for the Steelers. It's going to be a business decision for J.J. Watt. And that's the bottom line to the whole thing. Um, you're going to find out, and you know, no hard feelings if he does sign with Cleveland, if he does sign somewhere right. else. It's right. it's a decision for his family. You're going to go to the best possible place. And uh, if it ends up that you're in the same division as your brothers, yeah. I mean, he. Uh, there's a lot of people mentioning Green Bay. I kind of think he ends up on a team like the Buffalo Bills. I yeah. I know Stefan Diggs is uh, working really hard to get him. He, he's out yeah, there. It's going to be a team that a team that he thinks can 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 get, get him a title. That's a, you know he's going to go with where there's a great defense, where there's a, an established quarterback, a good coach. That's what he's looking for. The Steelers, you know, they have a lot of those things, but but uh, do they have the do they have the room to sign him? Do they have the need for him? That's that's the thing. I mean, they they have so many other needs bringing in a JJ Watt when you already have a really good defensive line. I, you know, I don't know if, if that's uh, if that's where they should uh, put their money. The bottom line of the whole thing is just stay tuned to BTSC every single day 
because there is going to be so much information. You know, check it out behind the curtain.com on the editorial side. It is always going to be there. There is always going to be breaking news, and we're going to have it pretty close to first. Sometimes we do have it first. And so check us out, and there's going to be so much news coming up around the bend, even this week in the middle of February. You know, I know there's no regular combines. There's, uh, we're going to have, you know, pro days. There's going to be so much to talk about. The, uh, the JJ situation is going to be there. I have it loaded up in the, uh, on the podcast side so that, uh, if Jeff or Dave see it, that if something happens that they can jump in like Dave did the other day with a podcast, a breaking news podcast. I have a breaking news podcast ready for them that they can go ahead and do. And, and that's what they did. I, I didn't have to do any work with it. Uh, Jeff and Dave took care of it. And because it was all ready to go, because there's going to be breaking news with this team and we're going to see so much and who knows something might come out of left field. We didn't think we would be talking about JJ Watt the last couple of days. We knew we'd be talking about, uh, we knew we were going to hear a decision from Marquise Pouncey. We didn't really, I didn't even think it was going to be this soon. I thought it was going to take a while. So there's always something coming up around the bend and check out behind the still curtain.com. You're not just your one-stop shop. Like everybody likes to call it. I like to call it your nonstop shop. So for Tony Defio, Oh, I got to do this. I just found this. Um, we just got a super chat. And I did not see that. So let's go ahead and bring that up first before I sign off here. I, I almost missed this Asiatic Noble. I apologize. He gives us $10. We appreciate you so much, buddy. Thanks. Always enjoying the show. Keep up the great work, guys. Black and gold for all of eternity. Thank you so much. That's that's a kind, that's very kind to say. Um, we appreciate having all of you in the live chat because guys, girls, men, ladies, we can't do this without you. This is there's it would just be two idiots talking about the Steelers. Exactly. And, and we can do that on our phones, but it's so <laughs> rewarding that we can do that in front of you. And I think in the blog talk radio days, it was just me and you talking on our phones with right. nobody yes. listening. Yeah, and half the time I would cut out. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we we've we've come a long way, but the only reason we've come a long way is because we've got people here. So George Testens says it best. Great show, Bad Jules. <laughs> there it is. Now it's stuck. <laughs> I'm, Tony's going to cuss me out when this show is over. My <laughs> name is born. <laughs> Bad Jules. So anyways, so hey, thanks so much for all of you. It's great to have you in here. Um, for Tony Defio, my name is Brian Anthony Davis. We love you, BTSC Nation. Keep coming back. We're going to keep on being here for you. So with that, be sure to be safe, be true to yourself, and always be behind the steel curtain. But for Tony, I'm bad. And just when you think you've got all of the answers, we keep changing the question. See you next week. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. 
Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. They both come in giftable boxes with savings up to $46 and free shipping for a limited time. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.